And hello and welcome to today's show, Strategic Insights Radio, brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corps. Sterling Rose Consulting Corps is a full-service business consulting firm that provides business plan creation and review, marketing plans, website design and branding, marketing implementation, process automation, accounting, custom CRM design and implementation, and business technology strategy consulting and implementation. And I know that because it's here on the sheet of paper, and I'm sitting across from the owner of the company, Jennifer Roos, with Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Not only is she the host, but she is the president, co-founder, owner, big poopa, does it all. <laughs> Jennifer, as always, welcome uh, to Business Radio X. And today, you probably have the best guest you have ever had on your show in, what, four years of the show. Well, you know, I've had you on a few times, if I'm not mistaken. But yes, today we're going to do something a little bit different. So today we're actually going to have Mike Salmon on the show. And the two of us are going to have a conversation a little bit different than the normal structure. And we're going to talk a little bit about how both of us came up into this entrepreneurship roller coaster, for the lack of a better term, and talk a little bit about what happened what how we got to where we're at and how we've survived that first five years where most statistics show that the first five years of, of a small business 80 percent cease to exist within five years so this is going to be a very candid conversation and when i say candid i mean pretty candid because i just found out about this this morning when you walked <laughs> in said here's what we're gonna do so there's no time to prepare yeah it's well. going to be off the cuff this is what happened. This is how it's going. Well, this is, we both lived it. So okay. we should know it by okay. now. Well, then let me ask you the statistics say that most businesses don't last five years. Correct. Why is that? So a lot of times it's all different reasons. One is you have a great idea, you're passionate about it, you come to, and I come to a business and don't understand how to run a business. And a lot of that has to do with the accounting on the back end of it it has to do with understanding about payroll understanding about controlled growth so you grow too fast you can destroy yourself you grow too slow you can destroy yourself that was actually one of the first shows you ever did is you can actually grow too fast yeah okay. and it's true you can you can grow too fast to the point that you run out of money or your customer care goes down the other is a lot of people don't realize that when you own your own business you are your business Right, so if you grow to too many locations that are too far apart, you can't always maintain them well because you don't have, and we were having this discussion earlier, you don't have that presence. You don't have those relationships built. The brand isn't there yet. So until you can get the brand out there and really utilize that brand to grow, you are that brand. Mm -hmm. And so you can only be in so many places at one time. You've had a lot of success in your nearly five years. Yep. Why is Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. still around? Because you've had lots of reasons not to <laughs> succeed, both professionally and personally. That's true. You could have you closed up shop. What has kept you going? Well, one is I didn't have a choice. How about that? <laughs> Uh, survival <laughs> i mean that's 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 a, a real reason to, for a lot of folks to stay in business they 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 have no other options i i wouldn't say i have no other options but the reality of the situation is yeah if i wanted to eat i had to keep going this was it that i didn't have a fallback plan 
I didn't create one for me. A lot of people, they're like, well, I'm going to start this business, but I've got this other thing on the side. So they have this split between where they can put all of their energy, right? I don't have that. I never created that for myself. I'm the absolute entrepreneur, right? I, if I lose everything tomorrow, I've lost it, but I will rebuild it. It's the way it goes. The other thing that I did very differently with Sterling Rose than I've done with previous companies for me is that I didn't build it around me. I built it around the brand so that all of my employees are representatives of that brand. So anytime in any location, that's why I could open up a location in Alabama. I could open a locations in other areas was because it didn't have to be me. So mm -hmm. the brand itself was bigger than me. And that has helped a great deal. Although it is required to wear purple if you're with <laughs> Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Oh, yes, it is. Yes. Well, so that's, that's part of the branding. I mean, that's all, for any company, right? That's part of your branding, your T-shirts, your whatever lapel pins you have or name tags that you, you represent, the business cards that you provide, the website, the logo design. Everything represents the brand. Right. And that's the same thing for us. Our brand is that purple. If you go to Best Buy, the brand is the, the blue and yellow. If you go to to Waffle House, they even have a brand look and feel. Same thing with Arena Tavern. It it doesn't matter where you go. That's all representative. And your employees are representatives of that brand as well. And in my case, it's purple. Yes. And so it, there is irony to that. That is still not my favorite color. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it, it's, uh, it's been successful. Um, people think of entrepreneurs and they go, okay, I would love to be my own entrepreneur, own a business. You know, you get to, you know, work your own hours. You get to call all the shots. But the truth of the matter is, and having known you for almost five years now, you're working all the time. Well, so are you. Right. But, <laughs> uh, but I don't think there's any regrets. No. Because no. It, it is your business. It's, it's your baby. And yes, you may work, you know, we work 80 hours a week for ourselves. Okay, you're looking. Okay, you work more than eighty hours a <laughs> yes, week, I do. so we can avoid working forty hours a week for somebody else. Well, someone asked me the other day if I could go and actually work for somebody else again, and the honest truth is, maybe at a level of a chief operating officer where I really didn't have to have a boss necessarily. Um, sure, but as an actual employee of a business, I'd be fired in twenty four hours. <laughs> There's like no question, I'd be out. Um, I've been my own boss or had my own businesses for almost 14 years. You know, this isn't my first venture. And I, I don't, I work around the clock. I work seven days a week and I'll work anywhere from 14 to 20 hours a day on whatever I need because 12 hours of my day, I'm at networking events, uh, industry expert events, speaking events, radio shows, in-person things that I have to do, meetings that I have to attend, board meetings that I have to show up for. And then I finally can go get my work done. <laughs> the The other joke, and you're right, it's it's a myth, right? The whole, I, That book, remember that it's six hours, that's all you have to work? I was yeah, like, six yeah. hours may be all I get to sleep sometimes. <laughs> it's not, and that's in the week. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't regret doing any of that. I actually love what I do. I love working with my clients and even on the good and the bad ones. And even when you're not working, you're always thinking about work, whether it's while you're on vacation, it's two o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. It's, you, it's, it consumes you. 
It does, and but you do have to learn to shut it off for a couple of days sometimes. Like I, I did this past weekend, I just walk away for two days, get some a different perspective, and then go back to it because at, at some point it's just too much. Right, and you never really catch up. The work's <laughs> always going to be there, whether you decide to say whether you shut it down at six o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night or five o'clock. Yeah, and I, I don't have that opportunity either because I work all over the world. So I get calls at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning from different countries. So it's it it's a little different on perspective. But the other thing is a lot of people say, oh, I don't have to work for anybody. No, you're wrong. You work for everybody now. You now, every client you report up to, every you are where the buck stops. Mm-hmm. So you literally report to everyone. <laughs> Despite all the ups and downs, and we won't get into all the specifics and so forth. It was life. Yeah. I mean, nothing's always, it's never going to be perfect. No. You're, you're going, it's, it's, it's how you react when you get knocked down. It's, mm-hmm. it's just continuing to get back up that is going to decide whether you succeed or fail. Well, that's the same with anybody. I mean, right. it don't, I don't care if you're in sports, you're in business, you're in life. I mean, you're going to get knocked down. It's life. First three years of, of me doing business radio X, I, I constantly questioned myself. Well, you know, what did I, did I make a mistake? Do I just, just go work for somebody else again? And, <laughs> uh, but, but once you get to the point where it's successful and it's self-sustaining, uh, the, it, it is, it's, it's, it is a nice feeling, I guess. Yeah. You're working at night at eight o'clock at night because hopefully because you want to, maybe not that you necessarily have to, I think it's a combination of both sometimes. you w- Let's face it. We all could walk away from what we're doing and actually go get a job somewhere. There's a shortage of employees and all of us are extremely well qualified. But especially the two of us. But it, the reality is we do love what we do. There was a re- We found a reason why we opened these businesses. And we've stuck to those reasons. And that's what's driving us. And that's a, another piece that a lot of businesses are business, new entrepreneurs. They think, oh, let me do this because I'm going to make a million dollars. That's not the reason to open your business. Because you're not going to make the million dollars, especially not at first. But the reality is, if you have a reason, a true reason why you're doing it, like a, a real goal or vision behind your idea, like yours was to bring a voice to businesses that just didn't have any it's true traditional media does not does not allow businesses like yours to share the story yeah to share your story and we've 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 shared at least 2,000 stories 2,000 businesses that we've had on the air here in Gwinnett in the last five years and let's face it a lot of people thought that was a crazy idea to do yes I did I did think, no, I, I knew that no one does what we do. Exactly. It, you were breaking into ground that just wasn't done before. Now, I was too because I, I, I said I, I was in an interview this week um, at, a, at a paper um, because I'm up for an award. And one of the questions that they asked because my company is so broad in what we provide, right? It was very hard for them to grasp why and who my clients were. Well, and not to take us down another rabbit hole here, yeah. but that's what's sort of impressive that you've been successful because typically you're told you can't be everything to everyone. And and you heard me at the top of the show, as our listeners did, read all the things you do. It's it's almost like you do everything. Well, that was my goal, right? And so my business is twofold. I wanted to give the opportunity for small businesses and entrepreneurs the same services that a larger corporation had 
had the ability to provide. But and, you, you've and been gain. doing this since you, you came out of the gate, though. Correct. Well, that, that was that's how I structured the business, because what I saw was you had all these fragmented companies out there. Right. And you got all these entrepreneurs trying to figure out who which vendor to use for what service. So instead, I created a business and a company that had all of these services in one place could help you at one time. But that's unusual, isn't it? Because totally. typically you get your one niche and your one specialty and then you expand from there. You didn't do it that way. You no. kind of did it the opposite way. I did it completely the opposite way. Let's face it. And, it, and that was breaking new ground too, providing a, a full service solution. But if you think about it, it's also a brilliant idea, too, because I keep that client in through every stage of their business. But some might say it was pretty risky. Oh, completely risky. But again, it was where I saw there was a gap in the industry. Now, for some of my larger clients, they only need one-off services, right? Because they have those other vendors. But I have a lot of small businesses that can't go to other providers or just aren't comfortable trying to figure out who that next provider is. Okay. And so it, it gives them this opportunity to work with people that they trust and that they were, they feel comfortable with and keep them in throughout all the services. Okay, so here we sit nearly five years after you start this company. I'll be five years old on Valentine's Day. Oh, how appropriate. <laughs> uh, isn't it, though? For, yeah, <laughs> you I, know appropriate or ironic, depending how you look at it, knowing Both. your story. Yes. Um, and now that you have five years to reflect... And look back, what would the Jennifer of today tell the Jennifer from five years ago? What advice would you give that person to the old Jennifer or to any entrepreneur right now thinking about starting a business? Truly understand what the what your reason for doing it is. So I had twofold reason. My first reason was to actually provide something that nothing wasn't available to small businesses. The second is I wanted to create a company that could give back to the communities that it serviced. And that's one thing I did notice. Even in your ups and downs throughout the whole time, you never pulled back from the community involvement. Yeah, I won't. And your sponsorships and things like that, radio shows, all that. You kept, you kept, you, some people will cut back their marketing or doing things in the community when business is good. Uh, and, it, and they say that's the biggest mistake. You should just keep, continue to, you know, even double down. I do more when things are good, but even when things aren't good, when the company was it was going through its ups and downs because of either personal or professional reasons, the I it is important to me personally to give back to the community. So to be and and to have my staff be a, an important part of their lives too. So that's why I said one of the questions I ask uh, any of my staff coming in is, "What are you passionate about?" And I will support you monetarily and with time off to support those things. So it, it can be anything from Habitat to Humanity to United Way to Gwinnett Ballet Theater, Aurora Theater, Georgia Gwinnett College to Northwind Symphonic Band all the way through to working with churches, to baseball clubs, uh, whatever it is, at mentoring children with cancer. I mean, my staff does it all. And... It's what they are passionate about in service mm -hmm. to the community. And just not just, you know, spending money on sponsorships and things like that. But even though we spend money on the sponsorships, we attend absolutely everything that we sponsor. We are there supporting whatever thing that we are a part of. We don't just write a blanket check ever. If that's your intention, then that's not what I want to do. I want you to truly want to be a part of that and give back to that.
I interrupted your answer no, about <laughs> what you would say to the Jennifer of five years ago. Oh, I have no idea. Maybe, are you seriously going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> you might want to rethink this. But you, you mentioned, um, you know, you, you got to be, first of all, you got to be passionate about what you're doing. If you're going to do it just for money, I think I can make a lot of money doing this, but it's not something that you're passionate about. You can't succeed, could you? No. I mean, some people do. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's, but you're not going to want to. I Here's the thing. I, yeah, you can make a million dollars, but you and I both know we work around the clock. And you half the time you're so tired, you have to get up at four or five, six o'clock in the morning and try to get things done. You're up until midnight, two o'clock in the morning. You're at every event that you have to attend. You have to be smiling and happy whenever right. you're everywhere. Right. I mean, yeah, people have good and bad days, but you're representing your business. You're representing your brand and your company. And if you're not ha enjoying that and not actually passionate about what you're doing, it's going to reflect. It's going to reflect in everything that you say and do and how you represent yourself. And so if money is the only thing that that's driving you, that's going to get old fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's the best thing you've done in the five years? Is, is it Ugh. that you are giving back? Is that one of the, the big keys to the success? I mean, there's a lot of things we give back and nobody has any clue that we're doing. I think the, those are probably some of the better moments for me. <clears throat> um, I think it's actually some of the successes of my clients have been some of the best moments for me. So it's watching and watching them go from this idea that they come to me and we help them create this plan and then fi help them find a person to fund for them and, and things like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, here I am at their ribbon cutting mm -hmm. and they're opening their doors or they're at their one and two. And, and I just went to one of my clients four year anniversary. I mean, how exciting is that, that, you know, we talk about how in the first year, you know, 80% of, of businesses fail. And here one of my clients is having their four-year ribbon-cutting anniversary. I mean, that moment actually was great to me because I watched all the work that m myself, my staff, my business brought to them and helped them in, in guiding them in those years, helped them to be become successful and, and actually grow out of a one location into a much larger space, into two locations. And, and it's... It's something that's just exciting to me to see my clients do that. That's what motivates you. It's, yeah. it's an, a feeling that's hard to describe. Totally. When you see people that you help succeed, it's it's you can't put a monetary value on that. And that's why I tell people what I've done the last five years, even though I've done a lot of pretty neat stuff in my life, it's been the some really some of the most rewarding things I've done. It is. Over and the last five years is helping the local businesses and seeing them succeed and seeing relationships grow in the studio. Isn't it fun? Like everybody's like, well, you got all these awards and this and that. And awards are great. Don't get me wrong. I love it. And thank you. Thank everybody for the recognition that you've, you've provided to me. It's been phenomenal, but you know, it's so much more fun even to watch some of my clients get that recognition, you know, to have them go up there and, and win an award or to, to make it to their next year. It's like your children. They, it is. It's like, you know, you, 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 you want your children to succeed and you see them do well. You're, you're more happy about that than your own success. It, it is. And I mean, I didn't, I never went down that road. So these are my kids. Yeah. Yeah. These are you know, my employees, my, my staff, my vendors, my, my clients. These are all my, 
my family yeah. in a way. You see I'm, how I'm getting out of talking about myself by I asking noticed. you all the questions? <laughs> I yeah. noticed. Yeah, and I want to keep it going. <laughs> Go Here's a it. question you probably knew I was going to ask. Five years, we talked about the success and, and what you would, and what advice would you give the five year, Jennifer five years ago and, and the reasons that you've done so well. What's something, I don't want to use the word, use the word regret, or so, but something that you would have changed had you known now Back, had you known back then what you know now, something you would have done differently? Oh, on a professional level or personal level? Well, we won't go to the personal <laughs> history. We, this is only a 30-minute show. But uh, on the professional level, that, that might help a business p- p- prospective business owner out there. Um, I think that I would have been more careful about my operating agreement initially. Um, as you know, they started this business with my ex-husband. Yeah, that, that's and a good point. If you go into business with your best best friend, still family member, still get it, in, husband, yeah, still whatever. get it in writing. What happens if if that friendship dissolves? If you decide to sell? Uh, oh, we're best friends. We'll never fight. No, <laughs> you you just don't know. No, you don't. People get married all the time without ideas that, you know, they don't plan to get divorced one day. No, that wasn't my goal. But half the people get divorced. <laughs> yeah, that definitely wasn't my goal. Um, but I think that that is something that I would definitely say going into any business is, I don't care if it's your mother or your father you're going into business with or your best friend, your brother, your sister, your twin. I don't care. Um have a really solid operating agreement and a really good way of sewing a succession plan or a removal plan um, if something were to happen. That became a a, a weird situation in, in my case because I didn't have that structure in place between the two of us. But you were a happily married couple. Oh, Nothing well bad aware. was going to happen, right? <laughs> That's well what aware. everybody says. Yeah, it, yeah something like that. Uh, no, we were, we were actually a happy couple surprisingly it, it was just a weird ending uh but with that said it it trying to figure out the structure of that and and essentially vlad could have closed the business totally because the way we were structured so there was a lot of things that had to be put into place to to fix that right but it cost you a lot of time a lot of stress a lot of money yes all of the above actually yes <laughs> to to get it to be fixed so there's a I really would say anybody starting a business today to put an operating agreement that is solidly structured on what happens if, and not just if, if there's a breakup of some kind between or a squabble between the two people, God forbid someone loses their life or becomes disabled in a situation. Who, where is the succession plan? I had a partner with Business Radio X. You may, may not be aware of this for a little while. We, we, we were getting the paperwork ready, and all of a sudden things changed. He had an opportunity to move on, and I, th- quite frankly, thank my lucky stars every single day because I realized now it would not have worked out, and I thought maybe that was the answer at the time, but looking back, I realized that was not the answer. So it's, it's, it's funny. Sometimes when you think something bad is happening, it can be the best thing that happens to you. Oh, no. I, I don't think that him not being a part of this business anymore. He, he helped get the business to where I needed it to get at the, at that time. Okay. I needed, I needed that leeway to build up that brand. And that was exactly what had to happen. And so I don't regret any part of that at all. He did help catapult this into what it is, but it also proves that the brand is bigger than one person. 
because he was the four person in the brand originally. And in a month, the changeover was completely over where I all of a sudden was the four person in it. And I didn't, I literally lost one client in total. And, and, and this literally happened overnight for you. One day, everything was fine. The very next day, yeah, he's out of the picture. Exactly. And so, again, it doesn't matter if you're five years in, ten years in, fifteen years in. You just never, you just never know. And I'm going to say this now, tongue in cheek, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Here you are, five almost five years in on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> uh, happy Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. But so here you are, five years in. So I'm assuming it's all you know, rainbows and roses now, right? You can sit back and relax, take mm-hmm. it easy. It's just the, the the machine is is rolling, right? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> uh, we're doing better than we've ever done. My my point is, never feel like. You've got, you know everything. Oh, you don't know everything. You never will. I, it, it's funny because one Never of the, take it for, for granted either. No, you... Never stop working hard. You never stop working hard. You never take it for granted. And also, I don't care how big some of your clients get. If you lose one of them, you can lose your business still. Because, I mean, let's look at the big guys out there that no one ever thought could disappear. 150 years, Lehman Brothers, Anderson. I mean... I, you have all these huge corporations that no longer exist that were staples in our world right and now are just gone didn't facebook just just this past week or two weeks or this, uh, about a week ago also they lost like a billion dollars in mm-hmm. in value so, oh yeah something that zuckerberg lost like three billion dollars in one day, day. <laughs> yeah. now obviously they're big enough where but that's still they they lost more in one day than like like what, what enron was valued at when they went under Exactly. So that, I mean, at any point in time, anything can happen and you just have to mitigate your risk as best you can. Like in my case, I don't, I've had some really large companies come up to me and ask to be clients, but I knew I couldn't service them. So I turned down a lot of money. You have to understand where your parameters are at that moment. Now going into that now, I could probably take parts of it or even into holes, the whole project now, but back then I couldn't do it. It would have put me under as a business. Same thing goes for some of the things, the breakup of of who my clients are. I have some larger clients, but I've got mid-tier and I've got startups. So I've got a good mix of people there so that there's business going at all times. And then the other thing you have to look at is you, you, even though you have that business now, you have to have a pipeline. You have to always be going out there trying to get that next business and it has to be available for that next thing because there's always attrition. You're always going to lose a client. And you can't be in a position where if you lose that one client, it ends your company for you. And losing that client may have nothing to do with anything you did. No, a lot of times it doesn't. Ironically, it's a change in their financial or personal situation. It's uh, something happened with their partners. It's they're going a different direction with a product or service. And it doesn't filled with what you're doing so and there's also that other thing is we are still small business for the most part my company and the reality is sometimes they outgrow you and you're okay with that you want that to happen sometimes so that's just that's just a example of your success if you were able to we just had one show here that moved on to iHeartRadio and and though we hate losing that person in that show, 
we're excited for them, and it made. And as I've said on social media, it proves to us that we're doing our job. Exactly. But even even here, right in this show, um, we had one of our clients on, and she actually is opening up a, a, a alcohol ice cream shop, mm-hmm. and. While she was here, she's just so so exciting and so uh, excited about her project and product and her business that that's only because she's eating a lot of the ice cream with the alcohol <laughs> in it. <laughs> um, that some people heard her and had her come out and become a keynote speaker at a number of of larger events. So there actually opened up other opportunities for some of my clients, just even coming onto this show and being part of your dream. Yeah. So. so, again, one of our children doing well. Exactly. Our children are, are are leaving the nest and doing very well. Yeah. Um, this has been thirty minutes already. I know. I mean, we could we could talk forever, but um, that's cool about the the five year anniversary for Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Well, same for you. You know, four years here on Business Radio X, a partnership uh, yeah. here, so it's which has worked well for uh, both sides as well. So. Uh, but I think that if I were to leave any parting advice, it's it's never rest on your laurels. No. As I said earlier, keep working hard because you just you just never know. No. But also enjoy the journey, enjoy the growth, even the down times. It makes the the good times feel that much better when you remember you know the the down times. It does, and I mean, and as I said, if you're getting into this for just making money then it's probably not a good idea for you. That's a nice benefit of working hard and doing something you love. It is. But if you can find your passion and then figure out a way to make money doing your passion, then you're in a pretty good... That's what I tell my kids. No, it's true. My real kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not my business radio X children. But it's true. I mean, that that's the reality. If you can find that niche or that business or that structure where you are making money doing something you truly are passionate and you truly love doing then you're the best of both worlds. Here's the cool part where I kind of tie it all up in a bow. If you're out there and you are a company, and whether you've had success already or you're just starting up or you just have an idea, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. is a pretty good business to talk to because you do all the things that we've talked about as far as business plan, creation and review, marketing plans, process automation, accounting. So... For those that would like to find out more about Sterling Rose Consulting Corp, where can they get that information? You can go to our website at info at, or, sorry, www.sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. And by the way, we are actually launching a new website this month. Uh, and Or you can call me directly at 470-202-8659. Or you're better off even calling my executive assistant, Gwen Moore. At, and, or emailing her at gmore, M-O-O-R-E, at sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. And you don't just talk the talk. You've actually walked the walk because mm-hmm. you yourself are a successful entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. This is my fourth go-around. Ah, good. Okay. <laughs> um, I was going to make a little serial joke like uh, cuckoo, I, <laughs> cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and stuff like that, but... No, you are. Uh, any entrepreneur who becomes a serial is entrepreneur a is a little cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know, look, look at the most some of the most successful people. They're a little eccentric. We are. It was it was funny. Um, and well, and this note, um, my mother actually was watching this television show on serial on big time CEOs and, and entrepreneur CEOs who have made it into the billions. And she's like, she goes to me. She calls me up right after. She goes, you know, I never realized after watching that show, 
you're one of them. You are slightly narcissistic. You are, you're a little crazy and you really are a gambler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be. So, but uh, have fun along the way. No, that's what I would so. I definitely recommend. If it's not fun and not every day is going to be fun, not every moment is going to be fun. Yeah. But if you can overall look at everything and say, you know, I really do enjoy this. Yeah. Then you're probably meant to do it. Don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. I could go on forever with exactly. all these ideas. <laughs> I mean, try things that maybe, you know, you're not comfortable with. Oh, you're going to do a lot of things I you're not comfortable day. with. Exactly. So, anyway, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp., they're a great company just to have a conversation with. Uh, and, and they can, and even if, like you said earlier, if you can't help them out, you'll steer them in the right direction. Exactly. All right. I want to thank uh, Jennifer Roos, the, uh, the owner of uh, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. This is her radio show. We kind of <laughs> turned the tables today and got a chance to talk to her. And I asked all the questions so I didn't have to talk about myself. We'll save that for another time. Definitely. Thank you, Mike. Um, a reminder that this is Strategic Insights Radio, and you can hear any of the episodes, any of the past episodes, by going to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and then click on Strategic Insights Radio. For Jennifer and our producer, Trey, I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time right here on Business Radio X. 